0: Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast with a theme of returns. Let us show you something before we have an announcement of our own, something that we unfortunately weren't able to talk about last week. Just give it a look. Shut up! No way! No way! It's his music! They hit his music! It's his music! He's coming! There he is! Yes! CM Punk! He's back! He's back, baby! So so not much to talk about, you know. It yeah, just sign it was under the rug. Pr- pretty pretty mild day in wrestling, but Dylan, I have an even bigger announcement. Ground oh, shattering God. return to the scene. You won't believe it. Someone right. who has returned after a summer, a whole summer being whole gone. Summer. The magician Noah oh. Cross is back on the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast. Please. Welcome. Please back noah oh my god it is good to be
1: back no please please ladies and gentlemen please everyone (laughs) just calm down
0: it has been an incredibly long time and what we like to talk about here is not garbage we don't talk about garbage we talk about incredible things like ratings not garbage we talk about number one on cable not garbage number one on cable aew is running the wrestling world right now i mean dylan we took one week off and it was the worst damn week to pick yeah. in the world that was incredible unfortunately we had uh oh three was making his uh debut known to the world so we were a little nervous to go live last week and it just didn't work out but we are back cm punk Rejoining the wrestling world guys i gotta know your first reactions dylan you go first
2: so i i was watching that other brand show on friday nights before not that one though no, on oh, okay nights, yeah sorry but, uh, i was watching I was less that trashy one yeah and it was it was all right it's 10 o'clock hit i switched over i'm like let's go this could be huge first couple Minutes, and you're telling me the crowd's chanting, they're going wild. I did not think it was going to start the show. They cut, they do his music, he's got his logos. It was just, oh my god, we had similar reactions. We really did. I'm screaming, I got my whole house all animated. It was great. (laughs) Everybody started loving it. Oh, just I couldn't believe
0: it. This guy, uh, on the bottom here, Mr. Noah, was boarding an airplane. Uh, so Noah do you write us through what happened as you were sitting down in your seat?
1: Well, um I'm I'm in my first class seat, folks. Uh, yeah, airplane. of course. And row A1 and um <laughs> It was it was A1. like Jim Ross's barbecue yeah. sauce? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that, that's their own brand Tyler A1. Yeah.
0: So, right, right right right. Um, so better the very, than
1: it. Very front of the airplane coming back from DC, which was like a you know, a 45 second flight. Um and Tyler texts me and goes, Turn on AEW. And I, I'm on an airplane. Like literally, it was my airplane. <laughs> um, kind of can't, buddy. Um, and he go, I go, Tell me what happened. And I, I, I was thinking this. Like, I was thinking, No, like, is it actually him? And Tyler texts me, C. He goes, You really want to know? I said, Yeah, yeah, tell me. He goes, C. C-M- that, yes. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, no fucking way! Like I was like, oh my gosh! So like, we were literally taxiing to the runway. So I just quickly looked up and I was like, holy shit! She's actually there. Um, and I was like, all right, we'll convene for this in a little while. And I had to put my phone in airplane mode. Uh, so I was kind of like, this is nuts. And I didn't see the video. I just saw like a picture of him there. The fact that his music, his logo, his name is all there. From where you know and WWE had the same music, the same logo, the same name, and now he's in AEW, same music, same logo, same name. That is unheard of. Like nobody's done that, and WWE will do anything to make sure that never, ever has a possibility of happening again. It's wild. Wild. Yeah,
0: an incredible, incredible moment in professional wrestling, top ten returns, top ten debuts of all time. Uh like even just if you go back and watch that stream. For the first 20 minutes, I could not stop smiling. I was so excited to see this. uh, And it just made, like, look, just just the anticipation of having CM Punk on television made Dynamite the number one cable program on TV. That's insane. And they hit 1.17 million viewers. 1.17 million! They're blowing themselves up right now. It's incredible. I am excited to see where it goes. But guys, we got some wrestling to talk about. Mm. Uh, So let's start with AEW's Dynamite, where Matt Hardy is going to need a brand new nose. Because, (laughs) I mean, this was a match I think everyone was pretty much looking forward to. You've got two of uh, the bigger stars in AEW right now. So we had the freshly squeezed orange Cassidy with Chuck Taylor. And of course, Wheeler, Yuta with him and big money, Matt, uh, they came out with him, but he did end up leaving them in the back. Uh, and Hardy has 10 wins in his past 12 matches uh, was noted before the beginning of this match saying notice Hardy has left HFO in the back and orange Cassidy left the best friends at the ramp. They're going to do this one on one. Hardy, mocking Orange Cassidy, put his hands in his pockets and pulled out wads of cash. Cassidy drop kicked him, sending the cash flying, and Cassidy attempted a tope suicida. But Hardy caught him on the outside of the ring and planted him with the side effect. Uh, right out the gate, these two were screaming for a fast start. Orange Cassidy, however, would rally back, changing the momentum, ramming Hardy's head into the turnbuckles. Cassidy tried for the beach break, but Hardy countered with a splash mountain for a near fall orange took another chance and finally hit the tope suicida and then a swinging ddt for a two count hardy's nose was then busted open which i don't personally believe that's when that happened um i, I it looked like it happened when he hit the cross body
2: yeah it looked like and he, he landed on his high. face yeah
0: but they didn't show any blood until after the ddt so I, i'm assuming that's uh, where that comes from, but we wh- who knows? Who knows? It could have it could have been Evie, either of them. Uh, but Cassidy climbed to the top rope and splashed Hardy with a beautiful scent on, and then Cassidy was about to go for the twist of fate, but Hardy bull rushed him into the turnbuckles. Cassidy came back with a twist of fate for a near fall, which oh, I couldn't believe that they were about to let him win off of a twist of fate. And Hardy ducked the orange punch and almost locked in the leech finisher, but Orange Cassidy sat down on Hardy and. Pinned him simply for Orange Cassidy out wrestled Matt Hardy for three seconds, said Jim Ross. Jim Ross, finally, in my good graces of commentating, he's actually kind of been killing it lately. Uh, guys, what is
2: great we... news on that?
0: <laughs> I know, right? He's probably relieved that yeah, I finally yeah. think highly of him um, well, he's
2: stepping down. Did you not hear about
0: that? It's potential. I yeah. heard he, he I heard he shot it down. But I'm assuming that's only because he wants to be the one to announce it. Yeah. Um, so he's probably just like, ah, shut up uh, I'll, I'll do it when I feel like it You know, I I am not human garbage To be t- tossed around I am Jim Ross And I will be respected because I'm not garbage uh, So Let's start with Noah Noah, what do you think about this kicking off the night?
1: I mean, it's a great way to kick it off Orange Cassidy, uh, as you know, I, I adore um, He is If you ask me, probably one of the most talented people there You know, he doesn't even have to try He's just good uh, freshly squeezed OC. Uh, it's good to see that Jim Ross is back in your good graces. Tyler, I'm happy to uh, happy to see that. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure how I feel about Big Money version of Matt Hardy. Like it's good, it's okay. Um, I like Matt. It's a good he's- heel Hardy. He should just be Matt Hardy. Um, but I, again, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great way to open the show. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I guess where it goes. And I don't think there's going to be too much to come out of it. Maybe. Let's we'll see. I, I think they could
0: fight again. I think they yeah, could right definitely there. fight again. Um, Dylan, what did you think?
2: Oh, I love this match. Uh, big fan of both. Uh, to Noah's point on uh, not being a big fan of Big Money Matt, I think it's a good heel for the show because they don't have too many solid heels. Mm. Besides, yeah, like, outside elite. of the
0: Elite. Right. So it's
2: like, it's, it's wishy-washy. It's like MJF, the Elite, Matt Hardy. There's like three that I think of right away. Yeah. Right. Um, so I do enjoy his character. It's like it's one that you do like to hate. You know, it's one of those mm. guys you look at and you're like, "Ah." I you roll your eyes, you, eyes
0: when he comes but out, but it's
2: still Matt Hardy. Uh, what a match, though! A lot of funny moments in there that really uh, got the crowd going. The money part was great, where he picked it back up. Uh, Orange Cassidy doing the Hardy Bros moves, twist oh, yeah. and then the swanton.
0: Like that you, awesome. you never see that much emotion out of Orange Cassidy, and he was very emotionally attached to this match. It was great. Um, so I, I think this, this was really a, a great way to kick off the show. Um, I, I think mean, they I- needed two guys to go out there and show that like AEW Dynamite is going to be as good as mm-hmm. what they did on Rampage last mm-hmm. week, um, and those are two guys that could get the job done.
2: Oh, for sure. Definitely a match that I could see on a, a pay per view right there. They could you just you all out. Take a show. You
0: could. Why not do it one more time? This this is going to be a long pay per view. So um, oh, yeah. it's definitely going to be one that we uh, maybe we can get together for. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe have a live launch party. I don't know. I don't know. I mm. think that'd be crazy. What a thought. But mm. who knows? Who knows? Maybe we can make something happen in the future. Uh, speaking of things that are happening in the future, uh oh, Chris Jericho announcing his future decisions coming up. Uh, I had a lot of bullet points here, but I, a, uh, I think it's pretty straightforward, Chris Jericho announcing that he may be retiring from wrestling if he does not defeat MJF at all out. He's basically at this point embarrassing himself. Uh I'm uh, I'm on the team of MJF where it's just like, all right, old man, like uh you're kinda I-, I was in back enjoying myself and I hear this mosquito flying by my ear again and I had to come do something about it. MJF three blow Zero. What a great shirt. Uh, and it's a great shirt, even though it's going to cost $25, you bet your ass I'm buying that thing. <laughs> um, I absolutely love the way they're booking this, where he, if he loses, he said he'll take off his tights and become a full-time announcer on Rampage. Um, I, I don't know that it's going to have to be MJF who beats him for that to happen, uh, but apparently they're they're going to talk about it next week uh, with Jim Ross. So maybe they'll retire together. That's adorable. <laughs> uh, but I, I just I'm personally now I'm tired of it. I've officially grown tired of this rivalry. It could have ended at the last match, uh, Dylan. I'm, I'm assuming you're on the same page because we're both big MJF guys. And I would just like to see him rival have a rivalry with someone else.
2: Uh. I mean, yeah, I I I agree. I'm I'm not fully checked out of it. Like they could still win you over on this next show for sure. Um, does another match need to happen? As the shirt says, this is gonna be their fourth one-on-one match. I don't know if it's needed. Like we were talking about that being the end in the last show that we had. That that was that should have right. been it, and it was early. Um, but now it seems to have another match might be too much. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and Noah, I know you like MJF. He's not one of your favorites. Um, so I'm just curious to see if you think that this is indeed the end for Chris Jericho's wrestling career.
1: I mean, he's – Chris Jericho is 50 years old, five zero. Right. Old. I mean, that that's up there, all right? Um, if you look and as back, we saw,
0: what happens to old people is Goldberg at SummerSlam, uh, maybe they shouldn't wrestle into their 50s because their knee will just give out in the middle of a match.
1: Absolutely. Uh, the Undertaker, as an example, is fifty-six. Right, he still put on good matches. He's, he's still going yeah. out there. Well, he, except, he's except was, for that He's one done. done, gold now. Gold. He's done he's well, done, that was not his yeah, fault.
2: But he's done now. He's, <laughs> he's doing done his, now. But we saw great matches in those in those span.
1: For sure. Uh, do I think Jericho is going to lose to MJF and quote unquote retire? I feel like it'd be stupid if Jer- if if MJF had three up on him. And And Jericho wins this one, right? Like I feel like that's just a waste. Uh, even if it's just to save his career, because even if Jericho wins, MJF still won the feud. So, like, if it was a tie, it'd be a different story. Yeah,
0: I think what I can see happening here is uh, the debut of Ric Flair is coming very soon uh, in AEW. Um, And no, no, I'm not saying he's getting involved in this at all. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying for MJF fucking hilarious moment uh this match is going to be Jer- chris jericho on his knees in the center of the ring battered and bruised and mjf goes to the corner and starts pumping up the band and he just goes i'm sorry i fucking hate you and flips him <laughs> to the fucking birds and just fucking finishes him right there uh and then maybe some point later that night rick flair shows up at all out and and, you know, we have that moment. But it's not going to be anything to do with MJF. I just think it would be funny because he's someone who is coming soon. Uh, and you know how much AEW loves to just meme the shit out of WWE. Like Kenny Omega last week, thinking, you think you know me, Christian? You think you, you, think know, you know me? Know me? <laughs> and so they definitely meme the hell out of WWE. So I, uh, if Jericho wins this match, I'll be very, very confused.
1: Yeah. So, i don't know I, I i don't i don't think jericho's gonna gonna win i think that i think this might actually be i don't know if this, it's, it. Don't know. Right, this is it right for now here's the thing though it's wrestling yeah like, but this is just it for now, now it, until it,
0: someone it. flips an announcement
1: table on him yeah, and he gets yeah, mad and attacks him hair right there's, there's been tons of instances where it's like oh this is got hall retired seven times yeah so <laughs> I, I'm not going to count him 100% out, but I think he's going to lose this match and be, be away for maybe a little bit. Maybe he's gonna I think we're all pretty up. much maybe, in agreement on that. Maybe he's going to do a tour with, with Fozzie or something.
0: Uh, you know, that is coming. Must he must does have a tour to coming up.
1: No, okay, uh, well, there you go. He, he's he's going to lose.
0: But he can always fly to wherever he needs to to do Dynamite. or I'm yeah. um, sorry, Rampage every single week. So that's not a problem either. That's, that's but true. Let's get back into the action. We had a world title eliminator uh, world Tag Title Eliminator Tournament Semi-Final. Woo, that's a lot of words. Yeah. The Varsity Blondes with Julia Hart versus the Lucha Bros with Alex. I am becoming a fan of Alex. I don't know about you guys, but I think he is at, he's a good manager. He's a lot of – he's like that annoying uh, – No,
2: he's annoying for sure.
0: He's like Jimmy Hart where you just no. love to hate him. No. Oh, no. come on. No. They're on that, that level of megaphone annoying. No. You're not an Alex fan? Mm, not like that. No. I mean, I wasn't a fan of Jimmy Hart, but I think they're on the same level of annoying. Um, but let's get into this. So okay. the Jurassic Express were watching from ringside, of course, uh, having won their match back on um, Rampage last week. Uh, so they were wanting to get a view, as well as the Young Bucks with the Good Brothers and Brandon Cutler bringing up some chairs, scouting the match from the stage. Ray Fenix would chop at Griff and Ray Fenix dunked a dunked. Dutch, a high boot from Garrison. Pillman and Penta Zero Miero both tagged in, and this was the same building that Pillman's father wrestled, Justin Jushin. God, I can't talk today. Thunder Liger in their legendary match. So he made a nod to his dad quite a few times during that. And they, of course, being on commentary, two of the, you know, eldest commentators in wrestling uh, made a point to point that out. Um, Penta El Zero Meadow connected with a sling blade on Pillman Jr. And Penta El Zero Meadow followed up with a massive overhand chop to Pillman's freaking chest. I mean, I-, I don't know how many people have a stronger chop than what Penta's delivering right now. It looks very painful every it's time definitely, he does
2: it. it. It competes with Walter almost. Oh, oh that. man.
0: Walter's is insane, Walter's a league
2: but... of his own, but Penta's <laughs> He's getting is up, up there. there. He really is. <laughs>
0: Ray Fenix over would blast Pillman with a thrust, uh, multiple thrust kicks, and then a springboard drop kick. He followed up with a cutter to Brian Pillman Jr., where Griff Garrison would jump in to break up the pin. Pillman drop kicked Pentel Zero Middle on the outside, and he got carried away through the inexperience cost him. The Lucha Bros showed off their spectacular tandem offense on the Varsity Blondes, and the Lucha Bros connected with the stereo thrust kicks and then an assisted pile driver onto Brian Pillman Jr. for the victory. Uh, it'll be the Lucha Bros in the finals against Jurassic Express on Rampage. But as the Jurassic Express went to shake their hands, who gets involved? But of course, the Young Bucks pushing Jurassic Express in the Ray Phoenix and Pandela Zero middle, where the Lucha Bros, of course, not falling for that. Uh, and they would connect with a over-the-top rope Suicida on the Elite Squad outside of the ring. Another pretty good match. Uh, I've been a fan of Griff Garrison for a long time. I've made that pretty obvious. Um... But I think we all knew this was coming, Not to, not so we don't have to dwell on it too much. This was an easy win for the Lucha Bros, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think Noah could agree. And I know Penta and Ray are two of your favorite wrestlers in the company, right?
1: No, absolutely. Hands down. Those are freaking awesome.
2: Yeah, the things they do in the ring are beyond crazy.
1: Yeah, I actually
0: had turned this on whilst in the room with my mother, who doesn't watch wrestling. Yeah, there you go right there. And uh, she was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, they're nuts. (laughs) They're absolutely insane. Uh, So, yeah, that was uh, a decent match. It set up a great match uh, at Rampage. Uh, But next, we would have this match here, a uh, match set up by Dr. Britt Baker herself. Uh, It was Jamie Hayter returning to the ring against Red Velvet. Jamie Hayter is one of the toughest, fiercest competitors worldwide, and Dr. Britt Baker has an eye for talents, Tony, uh, who just loves Britt Baker, as we all know. Uh, Red Velvet took down Hayter with a ground and pound. Hader absorbed all the impact from Red Velvet's dropkick. She got up and stomped on Red Velvet in the corner, and Hayter snapped Red Velvet to the map with a vicious suplex. Red Velvet fought back and flattened Jamie Hayter with two consecutive running dives to the outside, and Brett Baker grabbed Red Velvet and rammed her into the steel ring post. Hater rocked Red Velvet with the uh, heavy hand strikes, and Velvet returned with an uppercut and back elbow. She hit a face buster on Hater, following up with diving knees to Hater's back, where Hater would eventually come back with a massive lariat, turning Red Velvet inside out and then pinning her. So that looks to be uh, what Hater's finishing maneuver is going to be moving forward. Uh, An Excalibur going on and exclaiming, "Jamie Hader absolutely ran through Red Velvet." Hader, Baker, and Rebel began to assault Red Velvet after the match, where Chris Statlander would run out to make the save. Um, yeah, another good match. Uh, two really strong women's competitors. I think Red Velvet's going to slink into the background for a little bit uh, after this, after getting beat two weeks in a row. Um, I think it is definitely time for uh, Britt Baker to move on to someone new. And we'll see where this rivalry goes. Uh, Dylan, what do we think of this match?
2: Uh, it was good. I mean, uh, I agree with your take. Red Velvet, probably just going to wrestle on Dark for a little bit. Maybe Build wins. But for now, not going to be in the limelight. Uh, I got to ask you guys, how long do you think Hater gets before she turns on for Baker? Because if she gets booked I- too strong, that's definitely uh, something I see coming.
1: Mm. No, what do you think? Mm. How How long until I think it might happen? Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a little bit. Uh, I think. Uh, I think right now, as JR would probably put it, she's a little too big. She she might think she's a little too big mm-hmm. for her bridges. So she'll get there. Um, I think it's gonna be a little bit. I don't see it happening before all out. No, no. So that's for sure. Um, maybe maybe the pay per view after, which is probably like two or three months away. Uh, so we'll get there. But right now, I think they're just gonna stick with what they have. And anybody who challenges Britt Baker is stupid. So.
0: I agree. Yeah, it's it's looking to be interesting for sure. I don't think there's a title match set yet.
2: No, Chris Dallender was announced.
0: Okay, so owner. Chris Dallander is going to be fighting Britt Baker at All be. Out, and then they have the uh, Women's Battle Royal as well, uh, where women have been slowly being announced for that. No one outlandish yet. Right. Uh, yeah. just, just regular stars so far, but there's only been like about 11 of them, so uh, we'll leave that alone until we get to our prediction episode, which will be Next week, boys, it is a Let's go back for another prediction. Yeah. The champ, right there on my well, everyone's right, my left. Uh, and uh, yeah, guys, it's going to be a incredible prediction episode. I, oh man, I uh, I, I can't wait for this one, but let's move on.
2: It's gonna be tough.
0: <laughs> I know, right? So many crazy matches,
2: There's crazy matches
0: backstage. The Dark Order addressed the dissension amongst their ranks. Alex Reynolds blamed Evil Uno for Hangman Adam Page leaving a few weeks ago. Evil Uno got a bit carried away with his temper and insulted Reynolds. Evil Uno tried to apologize, but it may have been too little too late. Uh, I think we all saw this coming. Uh, Very excited to see this group breaking up, even though I am heartbroken for my poor boy, Johnny Hungby. Uh, you know, he just looks so sad. I mean, look at him in this photo. That's yeah. not the Johnny. That's not my Johnny Hungy. Look at him. He's all he's all depressed and sad. Uh, but maybe this uh, CM Punk. Uh, you know, he kind of uh, stop it. Spoiled that Bray Wyatt might be coming to uh, AEW by putting that BW on his sneaker last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? Maybe Bray Wyatt. You know, either glues these guys back together or takes some of them for himself and uh, turns them on the rest of them. We'll see. Uh, But that wasn't the only segment we had for a promo. Next was CM Punk Baby. Um, Guys, what What more can we say other than this crowd was very. Very excited to see CM Punk, the best in the world, making his first appearance on Dynamite. Uh, Jim Ross will go on to say, what an icon this man is. The best is yet to come for the best in the world. Tony Schiavone was in the ring to interview CM Punk. Uh, That crowd chanting, I just told you, uh, CM Punk would go on to say, I'm sorry, Tony, I can't hear you as the fans were chanting so loud for CM Punk. Um, Tony would go on to say, what's the one thing more than any that brought you back after all these years, after not being in the ring, uh, asked Shivani, it's Penta El Zero Miedo. It's Ray Fenix. It's Brian Tillman Jr. It's jungle boy. It's all those young guys. But before those names, Darby Allen, you're reckless to a point of destruction. And I look at a guy like you and I say, can CM Punk still go? Does CM Punk still, uh, is CM Punk still the best in the world? And if the answer is yes, it starts with Darby Allen. Darby's not the biggest, he's not the strongest, but damn it, he's got heart. It's a lot less proving the haters wrong, and it's, uh, it's, not, it's a lot less about proving the haters wrong, and it's more about proving myself right, and if I'm going to answer these questions to myself, September 5th, all out, it's me and you. Woo! That man can still hold a microphone. Damn. Uh, I was already excited for this match, but damn. I am even more so excited now. Uh, Noah, you haven't been able to watch as much wrestling as you may like because of how busy you've been this summer. So I'm curious, as you are, like, uh, as of a week ago, re-entering the wrestling scene, how exciting is it for you to be re-entering the wrestling scene at the same time as CM Frickin' Punk?
1: It's definitely a good time to get back into things. Uh, a lot's <laughs> happening. We're rolling towards all out, which is definitely a good way to get excited again. Uh, CM Punk, definitely a good way to get excited again. It's it's kind of surreal. Uh, I think the way I've been putting it is it's almost like I, I'm almost not there yet. Like I almost still can't believe that it's actually happening. Yeah, it's uh, happening, crazy- buddy. The craziest part for me isn't that he's here, it's that he's here and he's the same exact version of what he was in the WWE, towards the end of his stint there, um, where he has the music, like I said, he has the name, he has all the stuff, the shirt, uh, he gave out ice cream bars, uh, CM Punk ice cream bars at, the, at his debut, which is fucking hilarious. Um, so it's definitely exciting. I'm, I'm thrilled to see him facing Darby. The one thing that I did say was I don't want to see Darby become the guy that they feed to the people who are debuting. Um, and you know what I mean? I don't by think
0: that's what this is.
1: Like feed. I, I mean, I, all right. You, you think CM Punk's going to lose?
0: No, I do think CM Punk is going to win. But I, uh, I don't think that this is yeah, the burial style that WWE does. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I don't think it's that.
2: The way I think. That...
0: Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
2: I think the nod he makes in his promo covers all the bases there. Exactly. He says, I have to start with Darby. He's already putting him at at the top. So Darby's to at the top to of the mountain. It won't hurt Darby. I don't think that hurts him at all. Especially it's CM Punk. The level CM Punk is at. We'll see how good he is. I, I guarantee you, he's still going to be the best in the world because that's what mm-hmm. we're all expecting. He's not going to get in the ring if it's not that. So. Darby's yeah. gonna bring his A game and still show that he's still top tier, but a loss isn't gonna hurt him. He's lost. And quite
0: a this times, only man. elevates Darby Allen. Right. Him him fighting against CM Punk elevates him. I think he it puts, puts him and Sting him. in a bigger spotlight, uh, and mm-hmm. I think it puts him and Sting in the uh, title picture for uh, either tag titles together or a solo title for Darby Allen in the near future. With more shows on the horizon, more titles on the horizon, more opportunities on the horizon. Um, I think it's overall a very good thing for him, but Noah, I mean, you have to agree. This is, this is just great for wrestling.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's wild. It's absolutely great for wrestling. Absolutely. What's best for business. Uh, sorry. I had to, uh, with CM Punk joining the AW. It's wild.
0: (laughs) Uh, Dylan, I know you've basically put it out there, but, uh, in, one word by some famous wrestler, you know, who might be coming to AEW okay, sometime yeah. soon. Are you excited for this matchup at All Out? Woo! Um,
2: <laughs> um, this, this might be match of the night. And a stacked card, it, it, oh, it's not yeah. the most anticipation on it because it's CM Punk. And a stacked card. Like we When we run down that card, it's going to just be jaw-dropping after jaw-dropping mm-hmm. match. But it's CM Punk, so I. it's got to be... The best match there
0: yeah no i that is going to be a lot of fun for sure there's going to be some crazy matches Mm -hmm. um but we did have another trios match that followed shortly after this uh happened but before we get to oh wrong one sorry um before we get to that um eddie kingston uh was challenged by miro so it looks like eddie kingston and miro are going to be going toe to toe at all out um, guys, you excited for that one? That could be a real barn burner. Mm.
2: That one, yeah, you can blow the roof off, hard hitting match, and that's exactly. Yeah. Oh the man, yeah.
0: Game. I I think this is exciting. It just gets Eddie on the card, um, which I think is very important because he, he we all know how incredible Eddie Kingston can be. Uh, so mm. very excited to see where that goes. Um, uh, but we had this match, which. I mean, is there much to say about this one, guys? I mean, I was excited to see the three on the left, Moxley and all them, but on the right side, I'll just say it was a lot of spots in this match without going too far into detail. And the ending was uh, pretty much to put Darby in a powerful position where he would surprise Drake with an over-the-top rope stunner and then hit the coffin drop for a pinfall victory which otherwise was just a spot fest. Uh, and Danny Garcia at the end would charge at Darby Allen with a cheap shot after the match. Kingston and sting jumped into the ring, forcing Garcia to head for high ground. Garcia looks to be, uh, the next heel that they are pushing in the business. Someone who's coming up in a big position. Um, I, I don't, I don't think we have to spend too much time on this. Um, but it basically just said, hey, here's the faces, we're putting them over, and then we're going to have a heel moment at the end. Uh, basic filler match. Is there anything you two would like to input here, Dylan? Uh,
2: not not much, really. Uh, Darby looked good. I mean, they all look good, but, I mean, they put Darby in a good spot to look good for Bunk, so mm.
0: that's
2: all I really got to say.
0: Yeah, I'm sure, Noah, you're on the same page.
1: Yeah, same page. It was a match. It was a match to get those people on the card, to get them on the show, to make it exciting. It was good. Teddy, uh, Teddy uh, Long would hey, have a white dream. Over <laughs> <first>.
0: <laughs> Noah, I'm trying not to use the CM Punk mat thing a billion times, but That's you keep point. bringing up WWE. You have it. <laughs> use it. Uh, fine, I might as well. Done. Every time. every time, I gotta do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was, that was a match that was just like, Hey, if you got to take a piss, um, yeah. now's the time to do so, because it's not going to change your mind about anything going on in the future. Um, coming up though, we would have Kenny Omega in the ring with Don Callis, Brendan Cutler, and of course Nakazawa, because I mean, Cutler and Nakazawa make half of these segments, um, at all out. We're going to take out Christian Cage once and for all, said Don Callis. Christian Cage's music would hit, and he walked out onto the ramp. He said, in case anyone could was confused by what I've been saying the past few weeks, Don Callis is a carny piece of shit, said Christian Cage. Uh, I'm not sure what's weirder, the fact that you manipulated a 10-year-old Kenny Omega into taking my spot back in the day, or the fact that Kenny Omega still allows you to do it. Oh, shit! What a Jeez. Burn. Jeez. <laughs> And he said, you want to talk about family, Christian cage. This makes me very upset. You're going to find out that all out what I've known for 25 years, you've been second best your entire career, said Don Callis. And that's where Kenny went on to say, you think you know me? You think you know me? And they just basically blatantly throwing edge in Christian's face. Uh, Brandon Cutler would go on to spray Christian cage and then Omega, Callis and Nakazawa pummeled Christian Cage until the elite hunter, Frankie Kazarian sprinted out to the ring to run off the elite. Uh, Incredible segment. Once again, digging at WWE. It seems Mm -hmm. to be the person who gets the most digs at WWE is the elite. The elite is constantly making fun of Vince McMahon or something that's happening in WWE. Um, But as you guys know, uh, this match coming up has a potential to be massive, and a, something that could tear apart the elite if Kenny somehow loses to Christian Cage. Uh, let's just call it uh, for a moment, if we think there's even an opportunity that Christian Cage... You don't have to say if you think he's going to win. Just Is there an opportunity that Christian Cage wins this match at All Out? Dylan, I'll start with you.
2: Of course. I think with AEW, they've done a really good job of making it so that there is no 100% chance of a champion winning or a challenger winning. I feel like going in, it's it's up in the air.
0: Yeah, Noah, I, I think we we can agree with what Dylan said there. I mean, AEW has done a spectacular job of just making us, all of us look like fools in our predictions. Uh, so uh, do you I'll think agree
1: with, uh, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. AEW has done a good job. The answer is no. Kenny Omega will win this match.
2: <laughs> that would be my pick. But it would not, like, utterly surprise me if Christian won. Uh, that, I that's, my statement. that's my statement.
0: I would, be, I would be excited if Christian won. But I would not be surprised Right? Because of the way
2: AEW's been booking everything. That it seems like a valid challenger steps up. They have I mean, a beat him? He beat
0: exactly. him for the Impact title. So, like, he can do it again. Um hundred percent but who who knows uh if that is going to happen? I mean they already broke down that forbidden door by having an impact title uh being defended on a e w and having it change hands uh and speaking of the forbidden door, boys, Noah I just need your straight reaction right here.
1: Wow, I mean just just holy shit, um this is gonna be a barn burner of a match. I always love seeing. Uh I guess people from different companies, different places, different styles squaring off. Uh, I think Kenny's going to have a field day here uh, with this match. I'm excited to see it. That's for danger.
0: Yeah. And John Moxley versus Satoshi Hojima is a picture I have just put up on screen here uh, for breaking down that door. I mean, are you kidding me? This is one too, is is what I was mainly referring to when I said that, that is breaking down that door Uh, And Moxie's saying he's the only one from New Japan that signed a contract to come to All Out, which, do we believe him? Is he going to be the only wrestler to show up at All Out? Uh, Who knows? Either way, I think we're all pretty excited for this one.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know if they're going to open the door too wide for this show. Uh, I think it will be a trickle effect as opposed to like a flood um of wrestlers coming in from i guess new japan or other areas but we'll see we'll see how far they go i am however looking forward to the day where we get like okada versus omega mm. in <laughs> a
2: abushi That'd
1: be wild. Bushi
2: with kenny omega attack wow.
0: oh my Logan god <laughs> no, listen, Ko-
1: o- okada versus omega that's where they actually that's the money the jaguar yeah. stadium like that's where they're like all right outdoor venue we're gonna we're gonna fill a football stadium um, right with that i feel like okada omega like i be there. That, that's wild like, yeah that's, we're flying to florida no one's going oh. you know um, <laughs> and hopefully that's like years years from now because right now i ain't flying to florida but
0: that is that is some exciting content that they uh could potentially have in the future but we have content right now here at clovercrest media that we think you guys should check out look at it here we'll have a quick viewing of my twitch channel and then we will be right back with some more action
1: clovercrest media group
0: presents a cmg podcast keys to the city keys to the
1: city, baby. When well, you see us so you know. I crossed you up by Colby. we floated Shaq. And then Shaq goes like this. And the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil I'm woman. So what
0: you saying, what saying, but speaking I of those ladies. Hold
1: on. It's fun. But I didn't make I didn't make I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Club Request is doing great things right now.
0: Streaming everywhere looking for a casual baseball podcast to listen to well baseball with the bard presented by clovercrest media has just what you're looking for tyler bard and noah cross cover a wide range of happenings in the mlb and then dive into a deep focus on the red sox and yankees join us every sunday at 11 a.m eastern standard time for your weekly dose of baseball with the bard manning lobs it
1: It's off to Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the tagger? High fly ball, right field. The college football season is coming back, and we got you covered on every game. We're breaking it down on each snap, all season long. Catch us every week starting on August 4th. Joe McGuire, Sean Scanlon, Jace Garcia, and yours truly, obi Moniz, giving you the highlights, predictions, and current rankings. Visit our website at hhwshow.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's all four downs, part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network.
0: goodbye. Jesus Christ, you (laughs) animal. Hey, hey, come here. Come here. Goodbye. (laughs) That's two gone, Drew. I've murdered two already. No! You bitch, get off my friend! (laughs) Come here! Come here! Get crazy. off my stage! Let's oh go! Let's go, Let's, go. Let's go, he Drew!
2: Let's go! Let's go, Drew! stay with me. Now stay
0: Drew. with me. No, no. Drew! No, no. No, Drew! Drew, I've worked so no. hard for this, Drew. Did you oh. extend your arms? Get out of oh, here. Oh, you- no!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't extend my arms at all! I fucked into you!
0: Oh, man, always having fun over on Twitch.tv backslash T-Bard underscore. We are approaching, boys, 400 followers on the Twitch channel, Um, and it has been an incredible ride. The one-year mark will be in December, so uh, we're we're going there. There's a stretch goal right now. Um, If we can get to 500 followers by the end of September that we're going to get my parents on a video game stream. Yeah. Oh, and they've agreed wow. to it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. Um, we are announcing all sorts of fun stuff on Twitch too. I'm always doing stretch goals for followers or subscribers and stuff like that, where you get to see me do 12 hour streams, 24 hour streams or I don't know. So, Noah, something you and I talked about briefly, some cooking streams, maybe Yeah, a cooking um, show, yeah. a little little bit of a cooking show. Um, I think that some people would like to see that. And we've been doing reactions lately that have actually been going over pretty well, where I watch the AEW content live and then I react to it on screen and let everyone know, maybe if they can't watch Dynamite, what is actually going on on screen so if that's something you guys want to see let us know in the comments down below and we will continue making that stuff you remember we are also live on our uh, youtube channel which is bard and cross entertainment our content gets posted later to the baseball with the bard and the cross summit wrestling entertainment facebook pages because we can't go live there because facebook is a butt uh so unfortunately AEW watches facebook very closely but apparently not twitch and youtube Mm -mm. And we're going to keep staying on those for the live showings. And you can be there for those moments. Also, one more reminder. Remember that AEW Dynamite and AEW Rampage are uh, live every Wednesday and Friday. We are not a market substitute. So make sure you go watch those live so that you get to see the content. And then come see us and give us your opinion on all things All Elite Wrestling. Boys, I think I covered it all.
1: I think you did.
0: Yeah, I think I, you did. Was, I think I hit all my notes there. Um, but it comes back unfortunately to uh the low point. Yeah, I mean, there there was Oh, I hit it again. Yep. This match yep. right here, the Factory versus the Gun Club with I mean, why didn't they just tell us what was going to happen? Yeah, I mean, man. Big Show sitting ringside. They might as well have just said Big Show would be involved in this match. Like, they literally gave that one away. It was a really quick match. I mean, it was nice to see the gun club all working together on live TV again rather than on, a, like, a dark match. Um, so that, that was nice to see. But I literally have two points here uh, where Nick was cleaning house against the gun club, and then Colton connected with splashes on QT and Solo. Camarado would come back and blast Colton with a clothesline. QT had the Colt forty-five scouted uh and we used a flatliner on Colton where he started jaw-jacking with Paul White which eventually cost him the match when QT was rolled up and pinned from behind i mean just another one of those filler matches they had bigger and uh bigger fish to fry uh which leads us of course to Malachi Black versus Brock Anderson uh but before we talk about that boys are we excited to see QT Marshall and Big Show go toe-to-toe at All Out i'll start with no. you Dylan
2: no no i could care less no, I just I think mean, the card kind of is pretty stacked for that match to really be on there. Unless it's a
0: pre-show type thing. It's a buy-in. Is it? I, I It's not guaranteed, but how the be. hell is that not a buy-in? It should be. If that's not the buy-in, I'd be shocked. I mean, the buy-in might be the women's battle royal because they've done that in the past.
2: Yeah. Where the battle royal the, is on the buy-in they, show. They're doing a men's one too, or is it just the women's this
0: year? Not that they've announced, so I would okay. assume it's just the women's yeah. one. Um, so I mean they did a men's one, a men's tag team one less than six months ago. So um sure, sure. I, I'm assuming that this is to to even out the odds a little bit. And it's uh it's following a pretty massive event that happened last night. Yeah. Uh, there I was know. an all all women's was that NW who did that? Dylan? NWA who did that paper, It was NWA. Yep. They did an all and women's pay per view where Carmo retired. Uh, uh. And Gail Kim was there. Uh so there were a lot of women wrestlers who uh, maybe didn't get a lot of TV time, who might be showing up in this Battle royal? So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, Noah, I know you are never been a big, big show fan, uh, but are you excited to see him step in the ring against QT Marshall? Nope. All right. <laughs> Malachi Black versus Brock Anderson. Something interesting. <laughs> was next on the gauntlet. Um, I mean, they made this pretty obvious out the gate. Excalibur saying this will be Brock Anderson's toughest challenge. For ha. his young career and perhaps his entire life. Ha. Um, what? 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 Are you saying that he had a chance that you're doing? No. I just I mean, just look the at this picture. It's amazing.
2: I love Malachi's stance in this, by
0: the way. I mean, like, what an they
2: awesome.
0: They make a look him zombie. look like a behemoth. They look make him look like a, like a behemoth. He looks yeah. like he's eight feet tall in this picture compared yeah. to Brock Anderson. Like, I they look make look. him look like an absolute monster. I, I love it. So we started out quick with Brock Anderson using a double leg drop, not wasting any time, and took Malachi Black down. Surprise! Look at this. Mm -hmm. Look at this guy. It didn't last long. Black went on to catch Anderson with a knee strike right under the jaw. He grabbed Brock by the hair and showed off Brock like a carcass in front of Arn Anderson. Brock was bleeding from the forehead, and Malachi Black used an exploder suplex on Brock Anderson and followed up with a roundhouse kick pinning him decisively. Arn Anderson had a chance to throw in the towel, but he didn't, said Tony Schiavone, somehow criticizing Arn Anderson. It was like
2: three seconds into the match. <laughs> I was like, really?
0: Really? Arn, however, would enter the ring, like a madman, uh, to check on his fallen son, and Black jumped into the ring with a steel chair. Arn Anderson, uh, telling him to lower the chair, and we, the two of us will fight. Black dropped the chair, of course, and tried for a kick to Arn's head, but Arn Anderson blocked the kick. Y'all, were you Arne. as excited
1: as I was?
0: I was like, I was
1: like
0: oh shit. <laughs> I was like,
1: wow, all right, Arnold. You're not gonna just fuck with Arn Anderson, okay? Right. I
0: mean, I guess he's called the enforcer for a reason, but like And then Wow. But then it didn't last long.
2: Yeah, I was um, to say, Your whole reaction of wow, did that happen? turns
0: out oh. Oh, wow. shit, yeah. Arn blocked the kick, but Black followed Black followed up with a low blow. He walloped Arn Anderson with a roundhouse kick to the head to follow up, only for Lee Johnson to come out, make the save as the show went to Black. Um, literally and figuratively. <laughs> um, for a main event, disappointing. Uh, I don't think that should have been a main event match. Uh, but, but Malachi Black is showing just how impressive he is. That it takes one move and a swift roundhouse kick to end the night, um, Noah. I mean, you haven't been watching much, so you haven't seen all of Valentine Black. But I've kept you in the loop as much as I possibly could while you were out at camp. For sure. for um, sure. This this is exciting to see him do be this incredible. I don't. He doesn't have an opponent yet for all out, does he? No, I
2: no. think so that, I think that's going to be named next week. That's going to be
0: set up this week. And, I mean, maybe it's Lee Johnson, which is not that exciting. No, um, no, so, no. I mean, it could be Cody. It could be Daniel Bryan. It's
2: going to be Cody.
0: Yeah. I mean, Cody makes the most sense as a retirement match uh, because it looks like he wants to go to, like, uh, backstage permanently. Yeah. Because he, he always said he wanted to just be the booker. Like, yeah. that just mm-hmm. that, that was the job he wanted. Um, so potentially uh, that's coming in the future, that Cody and Malachi Black at all out. I mean, take my money for that match too. Uh, yeah. You know, the first match they had was great, but there was a little, it almost felt like Cody was rusty compared yeah. to Malachi Black. So maybe this will be a good good uh, redemption for Cody to have a good match and Malachi Black just kick his ass uh, by, yeah. by the end of it altogether. But guys, an incredible show of dynamite. For sure. But we're not done yet. We had wait Rampage. I
1: mean, there's more.
0: There's more We have more T V action with Rampage this match. I mean, are you kidding me? Jurassic Express versus the Lucha Bros. I mean, this is gonna be a, a rival or a storied rivalry that's going to last for the next, you know, ten plus years, hopefully, as long as AEW can keep their heads above the water and out of their asses. Uh this will be something it, it, this seems to be a rivalry that can last quite a while. We had the Jurassic Express, which was this time, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt versus the number three ranks, Lucha Bros, Penta El Zero Romero, and Ray Fenix with Alex Eberhontes. The winning teams faced uh, will be facing the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, at All Out 2021 inside of a steel cage. If you didn't know that, Noah, that is a stipulation coming forward. They are fighting in a steel cage. There will be no interference from Dang. the elite. Well, we say that, but playing. it's a, still a no DQ match. There's, or there's no, there's no anyone else. There's no roof on it. Right. We don't talk about that. No roof. Right. We don't talk okay.
1: about that. Just it just
0: out there. Just <laughs> uh, Excalibur going on to say that this is a true toss-up between these two teams. Okay. I didn't know who was going to win. Um, but before the match began, the AEW World Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks, walked out onto the ramp to watch this match. Jungle Boy knocked down Ray Phoenix with a shoulder block, and he rocked Phoenix with a drop kick. Ray Fenix came back with chops and then a springboard arm drag. Luchasaurus and Pentel Zero Middle both tagged in. Pentel Zero Middle blasted Luchasaurus with leg kicks and then headbutts. Luchasaurus wasted no time walloping Pentel Zero Middle and knocking him down to the mat. Jungle Boy and Ray Fenix traded forearms. They ran into one another with Lariats and Penta El Zero Miedo and Luchasaurus tagged in to become the legal men once again. Luchasaurus trucked both of the Lucha Bros with clotheslines where Luchasaurus would connect with a massive leg kick on Penta, on Penta El Zero Miedo and followed up with a perfect standing moonsault for a near fall. Hard to believe that this guy was on Big Brother at one point in his life. <laughs> <and> he's now <laughs> wrestling on AEW Rampage and Dynamite. Ray Fenix tagged in and caught Luchasaurus off guard with a tremendous frog splash for a close call. Jungle Boy tagged back into the match and nailed Ray Fenix with a poison up for a near fall, and he followed up with a tiger driver and then locked in the snare trap. Pentel Zero Meadow ran in and kicked Jungle Boy in the back of the head to break up the um, submission maneuver. The cheap shot likely saved Ray Fenix, and Pentel Zero Meadow hit a massive backbreaker and then the made in Japan for a very near fall on Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy escaped out of the uh, fear factor, only to climb to the ter- turnbuckles with uh, intent to go to the outside. I assume, but Ray Fenix jumped up there and sent Jungle Boy flying to the outside with a Hurricane Rana. It was another moment that Mama Bard was like, "Oh
2: my
1: god!"
0: <laughs> like so, I'm even, I'm even getting mom into wrestling, guys. That's wild. That's dude, the power, of, the power of AEW. Can, uh, I, can I
1: can I can I note on that for a minute?
0: Yeah.
1: So um, we talked about how they're obviously bringing these people here, and Tyler, you were over. Uh, you and Lewis had a conversation the other day about how, depending on who they bring to AEW, it could bring a different type of audience or a different person. Like we were talking about Braun Strowman and how you and I were kind of like, no, and Lewis was like, yeah, no, but maybe like there could be that group of people out there who say, oh, Braun Strowman's there, let me go see what he's doing. You know, and now you have a bigger audience and they're literally doing that because one of my cousins, uh, Nestor, big wrestling fan, him and I were huge wrestling fans when we were little kids. We would wrestle all the time, like just him and I. We would watch everything. We would play um, SmackDown, Just Bring It with the the, uh, subway cars uh, and whatnot. And he texted me like, dude, is CM Punk back? I was like yeah, and right. he was like, holy shit. Next thing you know, he's like, oh dude, do you watch Rampage and Dynamite? And I'm like, oh wait, wait, what? Like, yeah. who are you? <laughs> he, he he wasn't watching it, and he wasn't watching WWE right now. But now he's like, oh dude, I'm watching this shit because CM Punk's here, and he's hyped about it. And then my, you know, Jason too. Jason watches some wrestling, but he loves Ruby Riot, and it's rumored that she's going to be in AEW. And he said, is Ruby Riot going to be in AEW? He's like, I'm like, yeah. He gets like, oh, do you know if she's going to be on Rampage or Dynamite? And I'm like, I don't really know yet. Uh, so it's working Yeah, what i'm yeah, saying people are these, excited these these fans who are who we would say casual fans are now really getting into it again because the people that they've been seeing on their screens of years ago are now in a in a better light in AEW. so you know mom getting into it, it's like yeah, it's working it's
0: working it's wild it's wild to see either of my parents my dad will watch wrestling if the undertaker is on the screen yeah, uh, but yeah. otherwise usually not that interested uh, but it, w- it was nuts. And Jericho saying that, he said, look at this crowd. They're going absolutely crazy. Uh, Luchasaurus would then attempt a powerbomb uh, on Phoenix, but Phoenix would escape it. And Jungle Boy was would meet Phoenix doing a battle on the ring apron, but Penta El Zero Meadow wiped out Jungle Boy with a Canadian Destroyer on the apron of the ring boys, which if you didn't know, that is the hardest part of the ring. Uh, that is so dangerous stuff right there. Um Pentel Zero Meadow would come in and wipe out Jungle Boy with that, that Canadian Destroyer, and the Lucha Bros would ping-pong Luchasaurus with thrust kicks. Uh, the Lucha Bros then hoisted up Luchasaurus and spiked him on his head, where Ray Phoenix scored the pin on Luchasaurus. The Young Bucks ambushed Ray Phoenix and Pentel Zero Meadow after the match, but Jurassic Express and Marco Stunt jumped in the ring to come to the aid of the men who had just beaten them. The Young Bucks retreated, but they won't be able to run at all out when they're wrestling the Lucha Bros inside a steel cage the end may be near for the drip bucks holding those champions uh or championships i should say uh boys are you excited to see this one i mean of course you are it's four of the best i mean if you were to say the top four tag team wrestlers in the world right now there they are those four wrestlers right there are some of the greatest talent you're going to see in tag team wrestling in the entire world uh so to see them fighting inside of a steel cage this is going to be one of the most pretty matches you're going to ever lay your eyes on. Uh, and I personally think that this could be match of the night at all out. Ooh. Ooh. I think CM Punk's going to go, CM Punk's going to win it because it's fucking CM Punk. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if we're going to look at this from like everyone's yeah, own playing field, play. right. Uh, this I, has a chance to be that match. It does. Uh, Noah, I'm just curious to think uh, to see what you thought about this. Were you surprised these guys won? Were you more leaning towards um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, or uh, you know, just give us whatever you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I was insanely shocked. It was a damn good match. I'm excited for the steel cage because I mean, two people in a steel cage is, is is enough but now having just so uh, you know, all this abundance tag. Of, of people in a tornado tag match in a steel cage, the I mean, motherfuckers are going to be jumping off the top. The door's going right. to be flung open. And who knows? They may even break the side or something and land on the announce tables, or, I mean, uh, or at least on the side. They don't do the announce tables on the side there. Um, but I'm, I'm certainly hyped to see it. I'm certainly hyped to uh, have so many... Uh, just amazing wrestlers in there as you said probably the best of the best in terms of tag team wrestling so uh, i thought it was a damn good match we, we know the formula of opening shows with tag team matches works so they did that uh and i love it i'm, I'm here for it and i'm ready to go for that and that steel cage match it's gonna be fucking awesome
0: yeah and dylan if you'd like give a give an opinion on how you think that match is gonna go at all out um
2: here's here's what my thought process comes going into this match is we've had a lot of talks between Pac and Andrade. Andrade keeps saying they'll never win the titles under Pac. So I don't see them winning it that night, but if they are going to be the team to take it from the the young bucks, they got to join with Andrade. So that would be, be wild. That'd be awesome. If that's the case.
0: Be and of course cool. the nature boy is going to be part of that. family. So, exactly.
2: Chavo. Uh, <laughs> On, it's, oh man! It's a great pack they've got going on there. Hey, but just all they gotta do is call
0: up the family or yeah. La Familia. They la just it. its easy. Yes. it's easy. It's so yes. easy. Just book it. Just book it. AEW. I want hey. it. I need it. This oh, match will man. definitely
2: be amazing. These guys tear it down every time they're in the ring together, and nobody ever gets tired of seeing the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. Nope. So,
0: drip Bucks, baby.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. All
0: right, I am glad we're all on the same page here. Oh, yeah. That is going to be an absolute crazy match. Um, something I was a little hesitant about was that there was going to be this Miro moment. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to go, but Miro, what an absolute jackass, uh, dragging Fuego Del Sol to the ring and ripping his mask off. Mm. Um, calling out Kingston, of course, uh, in the, in the process of doing so, ripping off Fuego Del Sol's, uh, luchador mask and blasting him with a thrust kick. Uh, which then prompted Eddie Kingston to sprint out to the ring, uh, where Miro clubbed Kingston with those forearms. Kingston rallied back, however, with an exploiter suplex, and the AEW referees ran down, trying to restore order, pulling apart the two wrestlers. Uh, There has to be a collision between the undefeated TNT champion Miro and the Mad King Eddie Kingston somewhere on the horizon, which we all know is now going to happen at All Out. Um, Oh, my God. I'm excited for that match, but wow. Miro, a total jackass move right there. Um, not much else to say, guys, besides, are you excited to see um, this match between Miro and Eddie Kingston? Dylan?
2: Oh, yeah. We noted it earlier. This one's going to be that big fight feel between these two guys. They're not going to hold back punches. It's going to be just heavy it's gonna be it's got Yeah, I could totally see that. Totally see that.
0: And, yeah. uh... Yeah, Noah, go ahead.
1: They're going to beat each other up. Uh, I will say, I, I hate when they do the whole mask gimmick thing. I feel like it's kind of overused. Like, every time a wrestler fights someone with a mask and the other person's a heel, uh, they're I'll like, say, oh. I'll say
0: it's happened about seven times in AEW. Yeah, oh, it's well.
1: like, oh, I mean, let me pull the mask. Oh, here we go. I'm like, oh, wow, you got him. Uh, I think it's just stupid. <laughs> and it kind of That, and it kind of defeats the purpose. Like, the, the whole point is the mask. Like, you take the mask off of them, It's like, all right, why do you do that? Like, that's, like stop it. Just wrestle. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of dumb
0: And like I said, it's overused So Yeah, well Something that hasn't been overused Is Tay Conti and the Bunny These two have not had enough time On television, in my uh, opinion And they got to go toe-to-toe This week on Rampage uh, As I said, the Bunny again. Oh yeah, their graphics They've been making are incredible For Rampage, they've really been doing a great job um, So the Bunny came down with the Blade Versus Tay Conti the bunny didn't wait for the ring introductions and hit Tay from behind. The bunny, whose Discord I'm in, remember? Private Discord, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, yep, you're welcome. Uh, stomped a mud hole into Tay Conti and followed up with a running elbow. Six. I didn't know this. 16 years in this business. That's experience. She knows what to do, said Mark Henry, according to the bunny did you guys know that she's been wrestling for 16 years? 16 seems high,
2: but I know she's been around for a while, so... I was like,
0: Mark Henry, are you sure? Yeah, I don't know if 16? 16
2: makes the most sense there, but she she was in Impact for a long time before this, so...
0: Fact-checker Noah, could you look that up for us, yeah. please? How long, how long the bunny... Has been uh, wrestling, period. Because sixteen, 16 years, like, like yikes! How old is she? I mean, she if she's if she's around thirty years old and she's been wrestling since she was a teenager for like independent scenes, I guess so. So she's thirty three.
1: Yeah, sixteen hey, years. Dude.
2: No way. I mean, she was,
1: she was born in eighty seven. Hold on. Um, it says here. On her 18th birthday, she signed up and began training with Squirrel Circle Training in Ontario, and she debuted in May of 2005.
0: So 15 years.
1: 15 years
0: instead of 16. That's
2: crazy.
1: (laughs) So she's
0: approaching 16 years of professional wrestling. That's Mm -hmm. insane. That is starting from the very beginning of your attempt at professional wrestling. except Kenny Omega, who started wrestling when he was 10 years old. Um, And then Don Callis had a thing for young boys um, and just decided to go with him instead of Christian Cage. But, you know, whatever. We don't have to talk about them right now. That's later. Um, But, yeah, 16 years of experience. And the bunny would go on to try for a chop in the corner, but Tay, of course, dodging it. She's uh, not as much of a veteran, but very much uh, right on her toes in the ring at all times. Uh, She hit the bunny with two chops of her own. Woo! But the bunny raked Tay's face. Tay twirled the bunny around with judo throws. And after a knee to the face, the bunny was out on her feet. Tay followed up with a boss man slam and then three pump kicks in the corner. Tay rocked the bunny with the Tay KO. But Penelope Ford would walk out onto the ring to distract Tay Conti, an odd distraction, uh, and the referee. While that transpired, the blade would place his brass knuckles uh, on the bunny's hand. The bunny knocked out Tay with the brass knuckles and pinned her one, two, three. Or Penelope Ford and the bunny celebrated in the ring together. Now I might be crazy, but like what's going on there because it looks like they had a weird relationship that we don't know about, mm. uh, going on in the background. It almost looked like P- Penelope, even though she's married to Kip Savia, was a little <laughs> bit into the bunny right there. Um, it almost looked like the AJ Lee obsessive look like she was kind of looking up to her. Like, this is my, this is my obsession. Um, but I mean, it could have just, it could have been anything. But if I'm reading into it, it looks like she's got some sort of um, obsession with the bunny. Um, so, what did you think about that interference for the win, Dylan?
2: Uh, unexpected, and I liked yeah. it because I mean I like take Conti. Don't get me wrong, but I love Tay Tec- Conti. They said she was on what a 15 win streak. Oh yeah, like she's right, yeah. that was crazy. So unexpected to to see a uh, win streak that long just kind of go like that and. That, again, boosts up Rampage as a show that stuff happens. You know, you're going to see some stuff that you're not going to see coming.
0: Right, definitely. And Noah, uh, who are you more of a fan of here, the Bunny or Tay Conti?
1: Um, that's tough. I'd probably say I'd probably say Tay Conti.
0: Yeah, she's great. Were you disappointed to see her lose here?
1: Uh, I mean, I wasn't, like, devastated, but I, uh, I'm not saying uh... – this doesn't matter, but there's not a ton of writing on, I guess, this feud here. So uh, I wasn't too devastated. Obviously, i like to see Tay win. i us like to see people win. I think the only person, uh, there's a few people that I'd be devastated to see lose. Uh, you probably can name one of them who's our, our, our women's wrestler there Rebels. Yep, you nailed it. Um, not, <laughs> not Reba. Not Reba. Um, so, no, I wouldn't say I was disappointed. Uh, there's some people I'd be disappointed in seeing losing, like John Cena losing last weekend. I had, had to mention it. Um, and if, I don't if think he knows lost, the most recent so development, uh, Dylan. I don't. I don't think he
0: watched last week and, and no, saw no, what I said know. about Britt Baker. Um, oh, you, you were talking shit. No, actually, oh,
2: actually, this this <laughs> was breaking news. Uh, Tyler, ladies,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Tyler team Britt Baker. <laughs>
1: what hurt. he
2: joined Since us when? two weeks ago <laughs> on the episode. He had a positive pitch in his voice while yeah. talking about Britt Baker I'm like what is going on here <laughs> and he, he ended the segment by saying I've officially turned my outlook on Britt Baker I
0: believe and the doctor make me an appointment in the office because I am on team Dr. Britt Baker because DMP. wow her, her freaking promo in Britsburg is what turned me that promo was so fucking good um, great. If we're talking about fucking good, though, I don't know if we need to talk about this match.
2: Yeah, I would um, this was uh, up that.
0: Listen, this Page has been good so far. Uh, I don't want to get too far into this because it was literally just a it was it was just a funny match where they just beat the hell out of Brandon Cutler. They got a spear in there. They got the kill switch to end the match, and then of course Christian Cage, you know, saying this, uh, you know, this, this is what's going to happen to you. I'm like, nah, you beat up Brandon Cutler. Settle settled down um so i, I really don't want to get too much into this match because i'd really more like to talk about what's coming up for AEW's dynamite next week um so i'm going to run a few uh, we'll just say christian cage and frankie kazarian of course won this mm-hmm. match by pinning Pen- cutler um but we have some stuff coming up next week that i am intrigued to know your guys opinions on Tell um me. we've got this first. Jim Ross doing an in-ring interview with Chris Jericho. Rumors about both of these men. Um, Obviously, there is some exciting news that could come out of this. And then we have Tony Schiavone in the ring with MJF. Uh, Again, same situation can happen with both of these. It's going to be more of the same uh, between those two segments. So, exciting stuff to look forward to those, but I'm more excited to get your guys' takes on the matches. We finally are getting Brian Cage versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Powerhouse Mm. Hobbs returning after the unfortunate loss of his, I believe his mother. Um, So he's been off TV for a while, but he is back with hook in his corner. I mean, this has to be a win for Brian Cage. Noah, are you with me on that?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, I like Hobbs. I like seeing Hobbs go. Um, so, I mean, that kind of makes me a little biased, but I agree with you. Dylan?
2: Yeah, I got to take it. Unless Ricky Starks comes out for a distraction, they don't like to do that too much. Uh, I got to see Brian Cage looking strong to build towards that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we are we can all agree there. This, um, you know what, I'm going to skip this one. I'm actually going to save it for the end. Uh, but we have Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. I think this is one where Jack Evans actually gets the win only because Matt Hardy is on the outside. I'm only saying that because Matt Hardy is on the outside of the ring, and Matt Hardy can cause an embarrassing loss for Orange Cassidy. That is why I'm taking that, and it sets up Orange Cassidy getting emotionally charged again and challenging Big Money Matt to a rematch at All Out. That is why I'm taking Jack Evans. Dylan, you seem to disagree.
2: Uh, Jack Evans will never have a singles win on AEW Dynamite
0: or Rampage. Uh, the if there's someone in my Twitch audience. Clip that right now.
2: Yep, clip it. Um, <laughs> if there's a reason to have Orange Cassidy mad, it's gonna be when Matt Hardy attacks him after the match, which makes a hundred percent more sense than costing we'll Orange Cassidy a loss. I add, again, he doesn't need that on a record. This is a show where records matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Is if records
0: matter, we shouldn't just stack it for the wrestlers that people like. It should nah, feel like they right. have to earn their way to the top at all times. Is it more exciting for you when the Patriots go 17-0 and 0 or when they are fighting like dogs trying to get to, to the, the playoffs? I the Patriots go 17-0, yes. You're just someone who likes to relax during the season and feel like we've got every uh, game in the bag?
2: 17 wins, it doesn't matter how you get them. 17 wins. I would love to see 17
0: wins. Yes. Listen, we like competition here on the Cross and Wrestling Entertainment podcast. And uh, I think that this is going to be a big win for the career of Mr. Jack Evans. I'm curious to see. Someone
2: else, Noah maybe. But think about Jack Evans,
1: no. I mean, I don't get the hate they're doing. I'm not, I'm not getting the hate. Um, it's not hate. Tyler, who are you going with again?
0: I took Jack Evans with an interference from
1: Matt Hardy. Oh, I don't think OC is going to lose. Th- thank you. Uh,
2: <laughs> Very simply I, put, I, I can't.
1: I can't morally pick against Orange Cassidy. Um, so yeah, I, I'll stick. With, I'll stick with that. I'm not agreeing with the hate. It's
2: not hate. It's just saying that Jack Evans. A little, Evans bit, does not have a, a little no. bit of hate.
1: You be hating. You be hating a it's bit. Not hate. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, OC. That's That's easy. All right. Well,
0: we've also got the elite. The, uh, of course, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and the Drip Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers and the Jurassic Express. I mean, of course, this is going to be a killer match. Mm. Uh, and it, ha- it has to be with the, f- the faces winning going into a pay per view. Uh, so sorry, Carl Anderson, you're getting pinned again. Uh, mm-hmm. And the Jurassic Express and Lucha Bros win this match. Noah, are you on the same page as me?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the elite and Dylan,
2: ready for some? Nah, there's gonna be dissension among the guys who don't have any tag team work together. You're telling me Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus is just okay being second fiddle?
0: Nah. nah. You think they're gonna have a heel moment? They might have a
2: little, a little dissension among them. You know, the elite is—they're glued up. They're good friends.
0: I, so, dude, they after must... this week where they literally—they just fucking lost and then helped the team that beat them. Uh, stop getting jumped I don't see them turning on the I no, no it's
2: not a turn I just I don't see full chemistry amongst them and uh, that might cost them
0: All right I guess but honestly this is the match that I am most looking forward to. We have FTR mm. versus Santana and Ortiz a lot of bad blood literally uh, in this match because I mean that was terrifying Cash Wheeler, could have very well died uh, if he did not have the proper ringside attention. Uh, that blood was really rushing out, and you could see the fear in Hardwood's face. And honestly, even though Santana and Ortiz were in character, you could see that they were concerned for his well-being as well. Um, this match is very personal. Um, FTR, potentially their last match in AEW, has been teased that this yeah. this might be it for them. Yeah. Um I mean I have to take FTR if that's the case. Dylan? I'm
2: I'm gonna agree. I I I don't I don't necessarily see this being their last match in AEW. I find it hard to believe they walk away from a promotion they worked I'd say pretty hard to get to. You know, getting out of WWE is, is a very hard thing to do. Um I I'd see them as still one of the very best tag teams, not only in AEW but in the world. And that's Santino and Ortiz are very good as well, but FTR is coming back. They're coming out for blood, and I see them taking the win
0: here. No, what about you, Bud?
1: Can I just say I, I'm I'm kind of over the whole if I lose, like mm. this is it. I, I,
0: well, I don't think they
1: said I, that. They Never said that. No. Oh, okay, because that's what that. kind of sounded like. You just said, no, just they they be... just basically they said just...
0: like, is it worth the injuries? Is it is it worth it? They kind of just like alluding to the fact. That they're getting old and they've been hurt too many times. They have, been um, hurt. And, and Dax. I mean, he basically said it's not worth it anymore. Like we're tired. Um, and so that's. I mean, is it a last two? I mean, the last last two we had was SCU, and mm. they botched the fuck out of that. Mm. That was done so poorly. Um, so this could be some kind of redemption for these guys great fantastic um but guys holy crap holy crap what a week of wrestling i mean what more is there to say about what happened this week than this literally (laughs) a wild week in wrestling uh all of this is good for everyone people say that this competition between AEW and wwe is bad it's only bad between fans who are toxic who are just only only watch one of the content and refuse to watch the other one for toxic reasons rather than just not enjoying the content it's these warriors who think that the wwe needs them protecting them or aew needs them protecting them in the comments if we could all just enjoy wrestling this right now this week in wrestling with Goldberg and Brock Lesnar and John Cena and Becky Lynch and all of these guys coming back because wrestling is the hottest it's ever been is massive right now or hottest it's been in the last 20 years mm-hmm. um, is massive for wrestling. And I think we are at the start of a wrestling revolution between two of the powerhouses, WWE and AEW. I am excited to see what we have coming up for the next six months because they are going to be full of content just like we are here at Clovercrest Media. Oh, ho, ho, ho. that's that so clean. That nice. clean. That nice. was good. nice. Nice. <laughs> as I said, here at Clovercrest Media, we are producing podcasts left and right. Noah, I have lost count of how many people yeah. have joined us here I at Clovercrest Media. You, too, can join us for as little as $15 a month. That's right. One, five, a month to start a podcast of your own. But if you're not feeling that, just head on over to CloverCrestMedia.com. You'll find a podcast that you like. I can almost guarantee it. True crime, current events, politics, which, oh, we all know that's a hot subject right now. Mm -hmm. We've got wrestling. We've got baseball. We've got football. We've got basketball. We've even got one for underwater basket weaving. I may have made one of those up. You guys pick which one you think it is. But we here at Clovercrest Media would love to have you guys on board. If you don't find one you like, just make one yourself. Well, guys, it has been an incredible episode, one of our longest episodes to date. Guys, mm-hmm. we are looking for content ideas. So whether you, if you guys enjoy listening to an hour and 20 minutes worth of wrestling talk, great. We will keep it how it is. If not, we can break this up somehow. Say we only respond, we only react to Dynamite, and we do live reactions every Friday for Rampage. You let us know what you guys like. I think it would actually work better the other way, just for timing purposes. Um, But let us know what you guys think, please, in the comments, on the Facebook page, on my Twitch. Come in live while I'm there and tell me what you think of my content, and I'll talk straight to you there. But for now... This has been the Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Show with myself, Tyler Bard, my co-host of the summer, Dylan Bracha, and returning to us now, Noah Cross, The Magician. We'll see you all in the next one. Take care. some wrestling entertainment podcast